Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, welcome back. This is part two of a discussion on parental discipline with Chris Sweeney and some bird called Lindsay. I'm interested to ask you, Chris, if you believe, we've spoken about the gender of the parents, but does the gender of the child, I mean, this has been studied over and over again, and within hours of a baby being born, when watched behind a double-sided screen, it was a Spanish study, um, female babies were held different to male babies. Within mm. hours, they were being spoken to oh, different. Right. Oh, oh bruiser, look at his little fish coming out. Uh, even on a yeah. newborn. Within, within seconds, within hours, the, the stereotypes and socialisation start. Where biology finishes and stereotypes start, who fucking knows? It's a conversation we're having culturally. But I wondered if you feel, Chris, a difference in how you're parenting a girl versus a boy. I think about it a lot because the gendered stuff it's one of the things I hate more than anything. Where I've got to on it is I think that it doesn't matter if if a boy wants to be really boisterous, but don't make out to them that's their only option. And if, yeah. a, if a girl wants to be really feminine, that's their only option. So I'm sort of trying to parent in a like, listen, if you want to stick on a pink dress and loads of glitter, that is your prerogative. But you can also completely reject that and no one will judge you either way. Yeah. But I, you know, I'm a child of the 80s. Like, I'm sure I do stuff without realising, because so much of that study that you're talking about, right, like, people don't realise they're doing it, you know. How about you two? Well, you even see it over the park now, and I, and I do it myself. When I watch my friends that have got sons, the son scrambles up over the toy and falls off the other side. But when the little girls run towards the object, the dads and the mums are running behind as though they're at more risk from injury. Whereas at that age, there is virtually no biological difference between the two creatures. They're both protected yeah. by fat. They've both got bendy bones. They should all be climbing and falling over as they're toddlers. And it probably starts to eat into women's sporting prowess early on because they're not taking the physical risks when they're two, three, four, five years old and not getting the same visuospatial development because they're being restricted by parents. And I'm about as forward thinking and... You know, I'm always telling men, you know, this we don't we don't use the masculine names for jobs, for example. You know, women can be a surgeon. Uh, when if it's a nurse in a story, I'm making up the nurse is always a man. You know, I make conscious things to rebalance in my storytelling. Yeah. And yet I find myself wincing yeah. as she runs towards the trampoline. Whereas my friend's little boy, Lucas, who's about 18 months, when he runs towards the trampoline, I'm like, go on, son. I'm like, my God, mm. my daughter's four years older than that baby. It's, I'm mm. so disappointed in myself. 
but also as well with the injury whereas like uh, when Minna injures herself I'm like come on up you get come on dust it off it's fine let's go let's go let's go whereas Wilson's like yeah you're okay is everything all right like you'll actually have like a breakdown like oh, oh shut up Lindsay like, I'm not fine bad. and then if she cries like I I can I can tell Minna's cry it's like oh, she's all right, she's just faking. Like, I can tell. And then Russell will fall for it every time. And he's like, my baby! And then he'll just run <laughs> and, and, that, and then it'll make, and then she'll cry even more. And he, he reacts to it. And I just think that she's just like, Haha, I got you. Lindsay, if you, if you stub your toe, you fall to the floor crying. I'm not talking about <laughs> me. I'm not talking about me, I'm talking about our child. Let's not talk about me. But, but you, I suppose it's like, you know, Russell you know, and Lindsay, like, we can't help the age in which we were brought up and in which a lot of that stuff was set, you Mm -hmm. know, that, you know, that I know that so many things have changed for the better and it's wonderful, but you are going to have your baked-in reactions to things and it's your little girl falling over and you're going to, your heart's going to react ahead of your brain in some ways. And so there's a massive parallel with that stuff and LGBT things, you know, like, is that, you know, you're... I was from an age where it was like in the press, you were vilified for being gay. Now that's not the case. But unfortunately, that was so much of my life that I'm always going to go about the world a little bit like that. Yeah. But just don't beat yourself up about it. It's like, well, you know, that's that's how I grew up and whatever. Like, it's not like yeah. that now for some lucky people it is for some others. But, you know, but when you were talking about the climbing frame thing, like, I know I have to be honest, I know I would be like you were describing. I would want her to be gentle because I would... I th- maybe you're fearing maybe that's to do with fearing the masculine like thinking that someone might just come and knock her over or something I don't it's just it's ir- it's an irrational it's an irrational prejudice that's baked into me I've got rid of so much I, I come from like sort of right-wing council estate background and I've baked out 99.9 but like you say sometimes the heart the body people forget the body remembers as well as the brain we think we're these intellectual creatures that just live in our head but we're not we are homo sapiens we are we are a primates and we react with our bodies as much as we do. And there's only, so, we shouldn't beat ourselves up so much. I think it's what you're saying. There's only so much we can do. Yeah. Sometimes you're going to react physically. You're going to flinch. Like you say, you grew up in a homophobic environment. So you're going to flinch sometimes when there's nothing to flinch about. You're going to memory flinch. Totally. Me- memory flinch. Love that. <laughs> um, Ross, I was thinking about, you know, like my dad, um, yeah. such a lovely man. And he he's just very protective. So like... If Minna's gonna, oh, I don't know, go on a climbing frame, we'll be like, be careful, Minna, be careful. You know, he always worries about what could happen. And so he, he was like that with me. So I think I'm kind of been like, oh, you know, let Minna just have that little bit of freedom. I'll say to her, oh, Minna, if you do that, you are, you, you could hurt yourself. And if she goes on and wants to do it, I'm like, fine, let her do it because she'll learn the hard way. And whereas my dad would be like, you can't let her do that. You can't, Linna, you can't let her do that. And I'm like, Listen, I've told her, I've given her the information. She's old enough now to understand whether, oh, if I do that, I might hurt myself. I said, that's her decision. I said, she's not going to die, Dad, so just let her do it. And my dad's like, oh, fine. She's not going to die, right, whatever, fine. And, he, and we have a battle That's what about, he says. Oh, as long as she's not dead, that's fine. Then it. If, if she's permanently disabled, that's fine. She's not dead and then storms yeah. off. <laughs> it's well, like, Dad, she's just walking down the stairs. She's fine. She's like... but, but that's really interesting, Lindsay, because I think that, like, I see that with parents like grandparents in my life because your dad is doing what's baked into him is that you look after little girls and then he's he's like oh I'm doing good and then someone's coming back at him with that's not good and then they're like I don't understand it which is why our parents generation are like you lot are mad (laughs) (laughs) because they they grew up in different times and were taught different ways and actually 
it's really they they were proud that they could be a father who provides or whatever. I don't know your dad, but do you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, yeah, it can be a big part of their identity. Um, so talking about the generational discipline, then, I mean, where is the cutoff for this current crop of people that have children under 12? Is it raising your voice? Is it removing privileges? Is uh, I mean, it's illegal to even flick your child's ear, but I'm sure some people would do it or, or to hold on the shoulder. Uh, and to or to restrain them with a point. I mean, where is not? I'm not, not obviously you have a tiny baby, but in your head, so where should societies? Where's correct at the moment? There's a lot of people that said you shouldn't even be raising your voice to a child. I know we would, oh, but the goal is not to. You can't help it sometimes, like, and I think people are so hard on themselves. Yeah, but you what? Know, but you, what you should? Really can't help it. But what should the goal be? Is what I'm saying, Lindsay. I think we all agree now. The goal should be not to hit our children, right? We can agree on that. Oh yeah, well, that, no, absolutely. Fifteen, ten years ago, that would have sounded weird to say that. So I'm trying to assess where the rough line is today i'm not saying we all have to stick to it and, and beat ourselves up if we don't but where is it it's not something people talk about i mean i remember when when minna really was being naughty and i raised my my voice and then straight after i started crying because i was like oh my god i've raised the voice i feel oh i feel like such a terrible mom but at that moment in time like i was probably due on i was really emotional i'd had a lot on and you know so, so i did shout but I try, I think I, I can look, I've got to look now, you know, with the eyes and sort of she knows and I'll grip my teeth and she knows that I'll have a conversation with her. And I think it's just about communication, isn't it? And sort of just mm -hmm. communicating what you want to say clearly. But, you know, I, and I do, you know, I know people say you shouldn't bribe them or whatever, but I think that's that's the only way I get through life. It is by bribing. Bribes will come after punishment, but what's your view? <laughs> what's your view, Chris? I think it's about so much of what uh, you alluded to earlier when you were saying, um, was it you said you can't say the word woman and you can't say, what was the other word you can't say? No, you can say the word woman. I'm saying that we live in an age where the, the meaning around language is shifting and, and people yes, are getting confused and, and left behind. But I think that is as a result of we are learning to see everything from the perspective of the minority, of the mm -hmm. person not who part of the, the general mass public whatever bad sentence and i think the same is true of parenting we need to understand how things like what we know how what smacking does to kids but how this kind of behavior that these go-to things that parents have done what does that do to a child you need to understand that because previously we didn't mm. once you've understood that you now need to parent this child and i'm sorry you're going to raise your voice or that that's what i think you're going to raise your voice yeah, because you're going to slip up because we make mistakes and it's imperfect. But as long as you're operating from a perspective of trying to do the best by that kid in that moment. What was your experience of discipline like when you were young? Because I mean, you said that your dad was relatively gentle, sweet man, would you say? or Really sweet man, lovely man. My dad was not a disciplinarian, nor was my mum. It was just a very relaxed household, you know, and... Both my parents were very nice. But like, I remember like my mum would go nuts if she said this, if she knew I said this. So totally we got smacked, but not really. Like we would, I used to do this thing apparently where I would um, run around with a tea towel over my bum to stop her smacking me. And then she'd start <laughs> laughing. So it was like, yeah, it was pretty, it felt quite 80s. Like you got shouted at if you needed to be, but there was tons of love, you know. And there was no sense of, I never felt any sense of like threat from my parents. And it's interesting what you're saying earlier, Russell, like 
I did from other people's dads. People had those dads who come through the front door and you'd be like, fuck. Yeah, that's my dad. That's that's my dad who never laid a finger on me. And I think I can remember him raising his voice about three times. But he had something about him. Even when we were 16, 17, my friends would draw lots for who was going to knock for me. Just for having to face my dad coming to the front door. He was just one of those characters. You know, like a teacher at school that that just had that. Yeah, My dad dad didn't answer the door with hello. He answered it with this. Yeah. That's how I'm going to answer the phone and the door. Yeah. Yeah? What's, what? It? He's rustling. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Russell! Russell! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's, I don't know what you think about this, both of you really, but I think that we talk about this a lot on the podcast. And I know you talk about this stuff a lot. It's like men have been taught that's how they need to behave in order to look tough to survive. Like they're doing it, they've done it to try and actually weirdly they're trying to do right by everyone behaving like that and actually those people are just as soft inside but you don't realize that when you're a kid ready to pop the question the jewelers at blue have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Okay, let's move on to the other side of the coin, bribery. Now, I've had this debate twice on live TV this year, so I know it's something that people are into. It's come up twice on the Channel 4 show I do with Steph McGovern, and people really disagree on this. In fact, it was only just the other week. You know, should you bribe or reward children, either monetarily or with toys or whatever, for doing well in their homework, or if they've cleaned the car, tidied up their room, or if they're younger like me, and they might have picked brought their plate you know out to the kitchen or something and it starts you can start that quite young I mean, you can literally start that 18 months two-year-old carry your thing through thank you very much should that be rewarded or should the child want to do it just for an intrinsic love of the family and wanting to serve now the obvious answer is a bit of both you find me the fuckers that are in the bit of both camp by the time your child is six, you'll be in one of those two. You would have been radicalised into <laughs> the intrinsic love camp or is a fiver to win the spelling test so I can look good at school. Really? This is just not yeah. a world I know. So where are you two? 
I, I think just do whatever. We've come down to not, not rewarding every time, but for big things, you do well on that spelling test, Min, I'm gonna put another fiver in, in, your, in your pocket money. And the reason I've come down to it is, uh, sooner or later you're gonna learn that's the way the world works. Do well in your exams, you go to a better school. Uh, do well do well at university, you get a better job. Do better at work, you get paid more. These aren't, it's not like give me a hug and I'll pay you. I'm not rewarding like emotion or something twisted like that. Um, it's a boring mechanical task that she does not want to do. Hello, work for 99% of the globe and it's your lucky fuckers like us. Train yourself to associate graft and uncomfortableness, getting through it with reward. That's just my thinking. Many will disagree with me. But I just wondered what, how you were brought up and what your instinct is when you're in this, when you're sort of, you know, you're at the stage of the tsunami where the wave's just gone out and you're like, this isn't so bad. Yeah, <laughs> pass, the, pass the sun cream. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my dad was a fashion photographer and my mum was a stylist. So they would work, you know, those crazy freelancer hours. Like they would leave at six in the morning to shoot and they'd come back at eight at night. So whenever my mum and dad went away to shoot, which sometimes they'd be abroad and I'd stay in England, I always got a present at the end. That was, and we yeah. would talk about that present for weeks ahead. Like what's going to be, where we're going to get it, what's it going to look like. It was normally a Care Bear. And <laughs> um, that's how I was brought up. I feel like until we'd had this discussion, I didn't realize that it even divided people. I was like, yeah, I'll probably do some rewarding. Like It works. That's the disappointing thing is how well it works, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to keep this show on the road, right? That's what I feel like I come at everything from. It's like, we both work. This is a busy house. We need to keep this thing moving. And I don't, I, this is literally, I'm like, I feel like I'm going to be canceled. But like, I don't know <laughs> if I have time to, to go, everybody pause for 20 minutes while we have a conversation about blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so I've true. never had that life. And I don't know that, I don't, I have no guilt. Um, I'm not on Twitter, everyone. So you can't cancel me there. But at yeah. Crispini on Instagram, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think that you need to do whatever it is that keeps you sane. Uh, stops you having break, regular breakdowns. Yes, we know that, Linz, but what is your opinion? Bri bribery or in, in, if what do you think is more right? What do you think is more correct? I've given a strong opinion here, which I'll probably get in shit for, that pay them, that's the way the word works. Bribery, 100%, I, I agree. Like, so Minna loves dollies and, you know, we constantly say to her, oh, we can't afford that, we can't afford that. And we could go out and get her a dolly or I could we could teach her, you know, you've got to save up if you want something. So during lockdown, it was really difficult to get her to do any spellings or any work. I just, it was impossible. And so I started saying like, right, let's do spellings. And she has like five. And we said like, okay, if you do you know, these five spellings a week and if you we'll give you a pound for every one that you get right. And then like, but you have to also to get that, you have to make your bed every morning, put your plate in the dishwasher and just tidy up after herself. She's not very good at tidying her toys. She's terrible at that. But, you know, she is good at every morning without, I don't even have to tell her now. And when she's finished with the plate, puts it away. Um, and that's just a natural thing for her, isn't it? Just to do that. And I think that's just teaching her. That's what you have to do when you're older. But she's saving up and she can see what she's buying with that pocket money. So now she's like, so the other week I said to her, I said, right, I'm, I need to hoover the room. Or I said, if you want to do it, you can get a pound. And she went, no, no, I can't be bothered to do it. So I said, that's <laughs> fine. I said, I'm just, I'm just giving you the option. If you want another pound for your pocket money box, you've got the option there. I'm going to do it anyway, but it's up to you. And she went, okay, yeah, so, so I'm getting a pound. It I said, yes. Yeah. So she went and did it. So works, it, does, it does work. 
and you know, and then the carpets are hoovered. So and my office is so clean. Yeah, look, the house looking so tight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I don't want to run out of time. So, sorry, Chris, I know you want to come back on that again, but I, I don't, we can't not talk about social media because it's changed parenting. Whether you like it or not, you can stay off Twitter all you like. Is it Instagram is the issue. I mean, I think Instagram has changed the game on putting the pressure on parents to have well-disciplined, perfect, happy children. I mean, there is a culture even of... Like it's sort of obligatory to put your children online with an open profile, and some people say, "Yeah, but I've only got you know, it's different for you, Russell. You're a comedian, or this. I've I've got like twenty family. What's the difference? It's still an open front door where anyone can look yeah. at your child's face or see if a kid's at school, their school uniform, and know where they go to school and know what they're called. So we've got this weird world where we've suddenly can look at everyone's children. I mean. When I was growing up, if you stared at someone's child for too long and you weren't related to them or friends, you were going to the nonce wing of the local prison. Now, <laughs> I can go onto Instagram, pick a celebrity and gawp at their child, gawp at their child's school. Gawp, 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 gawp all day long. Yeah. And I think it's changed the way we parent because then we're like, well, I want my child to have this like weird sort of celebrity Instagram demeanor. And you're having pressure, this sort of a feedback loop. So you've got, you're stalking and then getting a feedback loop from what you've stalked. What's your relationship to social media like, Chris, when it comes to children and parenting and all that? Uh, so I think that social media and parenting can... I, really see people trying to portray a perfect version of their parenting and their children and I think when other people see that stuff it makes them feel shit about their own situation and I want no part in it yeah you know I have a whatsapp group where I share pictures of my daughter with my family and I love that and we all have a lovely chat and everyone who needs to see it sees it and I have no Right now, she's nine weeks old. I don't, I don't want to put my kid on Instagram because I feel like it's going to make other people feel something and I don't feel like I want to do that, you know? Yeah, no, totally agree. I think I was speaking to someone recently and they've come off social media because some influencers who display this perfect life, this perfect job, perfect house, perfectly clean and tidy house, you know, and they felt really shit, the fact that, oh, you know, I've not really got that. Oh, they have got it, but the house isn't as tidy. And it's like these people have got cleaners, cooks, housekeepers, nannies, you know, and they're not showing that side of things. So I think that's, it really gets into people's head. I mean, you know, we've all been there. I thought, oh God, but I think, I think for me, it's like the security element of it. Like we live in Cheshire and, and I was out one day and I saw these young girls and I was like, oh, I recognise them. And then the parents were behind. I was like, ah, so it was like footballers' kids. And I was like, I shouldn't know what their kids look like. And I do know that's that's mm. weird. Like, mm. I find that really weird. And then again, each their own, whatever. But as a security element, you know, I've seen footballers post their uniforms, kids' uniforms. So now, because we live in the area, well, I know what school they go to. So if I want a chance of seeing their kids, if I'm a weirdo freak or want to see them, the parents themselves, I'll go and hang out at the school. I just think. I don't think we're realising the damage that can cause, you know, and people are putting like the kids operations, their medical information on there. What's going to happen down the line when these poor kids don't want the operations or they've had things removed or things done to them? You know, yeah. So I just think it's an issue. Anyway, look, we're out of time because ironically, um, our child's coming home and I'm going to need discipline her as soon as she walks in. 
So uh, she didn't tidy her duvet. It's not good enough. So that means I, I want the floors bleached before bedtime. Um, Chris Sweeney, thank you very much for joining us. Lindsay Kane, thank you very much for joining us. If you've come here as fans of either of these two wonderful people, why not hang around? Leave a review, hit subscribe, let us know what you think. But don't leave a bad review or I will come round and I'll fucking clip you around the ear because that's the way I operate. See you next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.